The very word secrecy is repugnant in a free and open society. And we are, as a people, inherently and historically opposed to secret societies, to secret oaths, and to secret proceedings. questions you always had, the answers you were never given, the place to seek the truth. Welcome to Veritas. Greetings to everyone around the world, and a warm welcome to another edition of Veritas at VeritasRadio.com. I'm your host, Mal Thambergas, and I sincerely thank you for joining me once again. And if this is your first time, or your truth journey brought you here, welcome home. And to listen to tonight's full interview, you know what to do. Just go to VeritasRadio.com and subscribe. Give yourself the gift of truth. Now for media inquiries to contact me, or if you want to be a guest on this show, or if you're a whistleblower, just go to our website and click on the contact button. I want to hear from you. Americans aspire to be quote-unquote forward-looking people, often failing to look back. But if we were to look back in time at our history and discover the true story of this land, what will we see? And how different our world, our existence, and our lives would be today? and can be tomorrow. Those are the words from Carl Lerberger, tonight's special guest. Carl Lerberger is an environmental activist, renewable energy entrepreneur, researcher, and author. He has studied archaeological and secret sites in the Americas for over 25 years, with a focus on the ancient peoples who came to the Americas long before Columbus. He has published articles in Ancient American Magazine, an avid traveler and explorer. His book is titled... Secrets of Ancient America, Archaeoastronomy, and the Legacy of the Phoenicians, Celts, and Other Forgotten Explorers. And to learn more about Carl Lerberger and his work, visit his website at newhistoryofamerica.com, which is also linked at ours. And directly from Talent, Oregon, I would like to welcome Carl Lerberger. Hello, Carl. Welcome to Veritas. Greetings, Mel, and it's a real pleasure to be here. The pleasure is all mine, Carl. I was telling you offline that I always enjoy speaking with people who go through life and question, question the history that we have been spoon-fed all along. Most people don't question and they just live their lives thinking that that is the truth. Let me tell you why I'm so happy having you on, because many people, like I said, live their lives believing everything, Carl. They're told, and there's a minority, you included who question along the way and realize that our, his hyphen story has been rewritten along the way. Why did you attempt to write a new history of America? How did your journey begin? Well, thank you for that, that great introduction. And, uh, you know, just to follow through with your question, you, you are also, uh, uh, somebody who questions and I admire that. And, and, and certainly your listeners, uh, have to, have to have that attitude or they wouldn't be, you know, tuning into you and me to talk about uh, a new history of America. 
And you could say that that I got started on all this because the old history of America that we're taught in school and 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 taught in college that uh, uh, and, and we celebrate as a national holiday, uh, the Columbus Day, which celebrates the uh, so-called discovery of America by by the explorer uh, Columbus is, in fact, uh, a, a lie. And as 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 I found out more and more, it, it became quite clear that Columbus didn't discover America. In fact, Columbus was the last of uh, uh, many explorers from nations all over the world who made it to the Americas, both across the Pacific and across the Atlantic. And the more I got into it, the more contradictions I found in terms of what people thought was our history and, and the actual history that I was finding written on the rocks throughout North America. And what I discovered uh, after 22 years of, of research into rock art and petroglyphs, looking at the archaeoastronomy uh, of, of the petroglyphs and, and, the, and the monuments here in, in, in North America, is that uh, I discovered that we've been lied to about our history. And worse, the historical record has been expunged. Uh, those who challenge the status quo, who in my book I've, I, I call the archaeopriest and the archaeopriest community, uh, they discredit any, anybody who approaches them with an alternative to the same old, same old Columbus discovered America, or we might give a little credit to the Vikings, but anybody else uh, couldn't have possibly made it to America. So the serious claims of old world contact that are found throughout North America, Central America, and South America have been completely ignored by the archaeological community. And uh, in essence, there, what I found is there's a significant body of work and evidence by many researchers over hundreds of years that many different old world peoples have visited America long before Columbus. If Columbus allegedly discovered this part of the world, and we know that that's not true, but if he did it first, why isn't he called Columbia instead of America? Well, you know, the, the, how, how one explorer uh, from Europe was, was granted the prestige of having his name uh, be the, the, the name of our country versus another is is just uh, you know the coincidences and the and 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 the uh, how should I put it insincerity of of history in 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 completing a total fabrication of of the discovery of this continent. Uh, you know, first of all, you know, what what I found out about Columbus is that he knew exactly where he was going. He knew about America. He knew about America from both his wife's side of the family, which uh, was his wife, Felipe, was married uh, into the Drummond Sinclair family, the famous Henry Sinclair explorer of the Prince of Orkney Islands, who reportedly traveled to America in the uh, 1300s. So from that side of the family, he certainly was familiar with uh, the stories and probably the maps. But more importantly, uh, Columbus and, 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 and his brother had access to the Arab maps that, that were left in the Toledo libraries when the, the, the Muslims ab abandoned Spain. 
And Columbus, when he died, it was reportedly had 50,000 maps in his possession. But when you go back through the, the history of, of, uh, uh, of Europe coming out of the Dark Ages, there's not a lot of mentioning of these maps that the uh, Arabs had left. You, you hear about uh, astronomy, you hear about literature that the, that the Arabs uh, provided, uh, culture and art. You don't hear about these maps. So certainly Bartholomew and Christopher Columbus were the beneficiaries of this. So he, he knew about uh, America, how long it would take to get here. He knew about the trade currents and how long it would take to get back. And um, what, what, what I found is the, the, the only rationale for disguising this, and it wasn't just Columbus disguising this. Uh, ultimately, it was the church and uh, Italian-Americans who, you know, have pride in, in, in the Columbus, a, uh, you know, a, a, a European and, and, and discovered, claimed discovered America. Um, what is being covered up here is that Columbus was the first one to establish slavery in the Americas. And it was Columbus who instigated the genocide of Native Americans along with the confiscation of their lands as a prelude to Cortez and Pizarro who completed the conquest. So the mythology that Columbus discovered America really is to establish the, 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 the lie of, of that this was manifest destiny and to cover up the establishment of slavery and the genocide of the native populations. I have to ask you this question that probably is not within the context of uh, your research, but I'm very curious. When I moved to Arizona in the mid-90s, I was invited to a social gathering, and there was a University of Arizona tenured professor of history and Spanish, and she took me on the side because she, I was asking a lot of questions, and she said, this is something that I cannot discuss in the curriculum, but I'll tell you. She says, and I want to take, get your take on this. She said, did you know that Columbus was not even Italian? He was a Sephardic Jew from Catalonia. And because it was during the time of the Inquisition, he had to hide the fact that he was a Jew. And he said that he was from Genoa, Italy. What's your take on that? Well, I've also heard that. And uh, I did not describe that in my book. Uh, nor go into the controversy because I didn't really think it was relevant to the to the to the mythology, but you know it it, it is consistent uh, with with the smoke and mirrors of uh, that that history has presented us. I guess overall my take is that 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 it's not so important. Uh, you know, uh, Columbus's background and 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 his perspective of his place in history, which he thought himself as as really somebody who bringing uh, Christ to the Americas and, and Christendom to the Americas. These are the important things about Columbus and that and that that he disguised the, the reason for his trip. He you know, so that so that it, it, it is still people believe today that he was seeking a trade route to China. And, you know, he was he was going to going to meet the great Khan. Uh, apparently, but but w what did he take on his trip? He took trinkets, nothing that he would give to a to great emperor. Uh, he took trinkets and bells that uh, he traded with with the Native Americans here. So so my take is that um, uh, 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 Americans 
we need to open their eye and revisit uh, the Columbus mythology. And in, in, in looking at Columbus as a historical figure, we need to, to recognize that he insti instigated slavery and genocide in the Americas. And as a beginning point to Columbus and the Columbus mythology, as some municipalities have already done, we should really change that holiday as a holiday to celebrate indigenous uh, native culture throughout the Americas and also to celebrate our our multicultural heritage, something that is completely left off in the Columbus story. And I'd like to make the point, and we're going to get into this a little later, Mel, that uh, we have these before Columbus, going back thousands of years, we have these uh, giant merchant ships coming across the Atlantic uh, by uh, the, 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 the Celts and other Mediterranean peoples and coming across the Pacific and and what we see from the rock art uh, that, that some of these voyagers left is that they were not a singular people. They were multicultural crews. So as, as an example, in, in a, a site in Colorado, we find uh, a writing system called Ogham, which was used by the Celtic people, right along with Libyan writing. And uh, accompanied by Egyptian uh, deities that are carved into the cave wall. So emphasizing the multicultural heritage that we had before Columbus, and we can see today in our country the multicultural heritage that we all can benefit from, part of the, the mythology of Columbus that has to go is that we have the singular white Christian nation, and and with with the debunking of the Columbus myth, hopefully we're going to turn around this this concept of a, a singular cultural you know white Christian nation and and really talk about our our multicultural destiny. I remember when I spent time in Spain, going to Granada, and spending time at around the Alhambra uh, Palace. And one thing that I noticed around that area were the churches, synagogues, and the uh, the mosques right next to each other. And I remember asking the the tour guide, "How is this possible? That we don't see this in modern day world?" And she said, "Well, at one point in time when the Moors were here, people live in harmony. You always think that when the Moors took over, all hell broke loose." When, when they retook, the Spaniards retook that area of the world, that's when they started kicking people out. What's your opinion on that? Well, you make a great point. And, uh, you know, I, I referred uh, to the 11 libraries that they uh, complete the libraries from Toledo, Spain, that the Muslims or the Moors, you know, uh, were, were in charge of and operating. And when they were forced to abandon Europe, um, you know what was left behind was essentially the the you know the one of the beginning and most important features of of the returning of light to Europe after the dark ages and these libraries really demonstrated the that that, that the arab peoples uh uh at that time 
uh, were the leaders in literature and science and astronomy and art. And it was it was these Arab libraries and Arab cultures and, and foreign cultures, uh, in, including Jewish culture, that seeded the, reson- uh, the, the Renaissance in Europe and, and really helped bring the, the, the Dark Ages to an end. But the, the, the archaeopriests did not go easily or quickly. Uh, even after uh, Copernicus' death, uh, and he withheld publication of, of his greatest work, uh, documenting that the, that the sun traveled around the earth, uh, and it was Galileo who, who picked up the theme and published widely on the heliocentric universe. Well, we all know that, that, that Galileo was tried and he was, you know, put in jail uh, and, and he actually lived his life out in house arrest. But his colleague, uh, uh, Giovanni Bruno, who uh, was, was burned at the stake and, uh, for, for his beliefs. So, so this was uh, the, the archaeopriest philosophy, the archaeopriest mentality that, that attempts to keep us separate, to, to, uh, uh, attempts to uh, portray uh, the, the, the conquering of the Americas in the best of light. And even to the most uh, – uh, the popes, uh, the most recent popes have, 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 have talked about the glory, uh, you know, of, of, of these conquests in the Americas. So – uh, clearly, uh, we think as a culture that we're so advanced, but in looking back at, at how ancient civilizations cooperated with each other and traded with each other, and as I mentioned, had multicultural expeditions and crews, you know, in retelling the, the, the story of, of Columbus and retelling the story of America, it's important to recast it away from the white Christian uh, saviors of America, and with a greater emphasis on our multicultural past and our multicultural future. Carl, how much of what Columbus knew did the king and queen know? Well, that's a good question, and I don't think we're going to know that because uh, you know Columbus had a political mission and he had an economic mission, and uh, he he had to be very careful who who, who he shared information with. You know, what? one thing that struck me as I was doing research on the book and, and went back over Columbus's journals that, that are available is that I concluded that, that these uh, so-called journal entries have been forged and, and faked and things have been taken out. In other words, they've been incredibly edited. And uh, so, so going back and, and trying to figure out who knew what. Is 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 a pretty giant task. I will say this though that I do believe that uh, uh, the 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 monarchies were uh, tempted by Columbus's story of gold and silver, and and gold and riches is really the the the, the central theme of the conquest. And I'm quite convinced that it began with Columbus in Europe, and it it it, it ended here in the Americas with with the first uh, slave trade, and 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 you know the story of 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 how the 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 natives were were enslaved was that they they were forced to um, uh, uh, provide the the Spanish with a thimble full of gold every 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 week and those that didn't were punished they lost their arms or they lost their legs 
and 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 these Adwark peoples, and uh, and and uh, uh, similar to the Taino peoples of the of, of the Caribbean, they had little bits of gold, but the, but it was it was it was very hard to come by, and they only used it for jewelry. So the Spanish coming in and demanding more and more gold, on, under the most harshest of circumstances, um, really set the stage for. Thank you for listening. To unlock the full two-hour interview, including video formats, downloads, transcripts, exclusive articles, and more, subscribe to Veritas Plus now. Gain access to our entire archive dating back to 2008. Just click subscribe at veritasradio.com. Because you don't want to believe, you want to know. Subscribe now. To listen to the rest and all of our exclusive material, Proceed to the Veritas Plus member section, or join the Veritas Plus family by subscribing. Click on the subscribe button at VeritasRadio.com. Don't forget to visit the Veritas store for focused life force energy. Get a 15-day free trial today, with no credit card required. And if you want to get in touch with Mel, want to be a guest on this radio program, have a guest suggestion, or have feedback, just click on the contact button on our website at VeritasRadio.com. Now, proceed to the Veritas Plus member section or subscribe to listen to the rest of the interview. You don't want to miss it because you don't want to believe. You want to know. What are you waiting for? Subscribe now at VeritasRadio.com.